Frank, I feel like obviously I'm not an elite athlete like you're normally used to interviewing, but I appreciate the collab and I'm excited to chat. Yes, I'm here. I know. So tell me, you're from Fresno. From Fresno. Okay. Born and raised, Fresno boy, 559. High school? San Joaquin Memorial. I was talking to somebody about this. Gianna knows. (laughs) Gianna knows what's up. Wham. SJM. Uh, I feel like people associate themselves with where people graduated from high school. Do you get that vibe sometimes? Like, I feel like three years ago when I was still in college, absolutely. Like someone, you've never met him before. Oh, I grew up in Fresno. And you're like, oh, where'd you go to high school? And they're like, yeah. oh, Clovis East. And you're like, oh, <laughs> that's that's cool. Yeah. Or or maybe they went to a school that you used to hang out with, play sports against, party with, whatever it might be, see him on the weekends. Yeah. And you just never cross paths. Right. But the cool thing about growing up is you don't have to associate yourself with your high school uh, past or your high school school necessarily. And, yeah. you know, I don't know. I, I take everything with a grain of salt on that one. But for sure, that's a fact. I hear you. So then Fresno State. Tell me about that. You played football. Yeah. I want to know about that path. I uh, played all the sports in high school. Loved it. Cool. Kind of had to figure out what route I wanted to go. Um, got an opportunity to walk on to play football at Fresno State. As you can see, I'm I'm a five eight white boy, so my my, my I had the highlight tape, but yeah. not the measurables for, <laughs> for Division One football necessarily. Yeah, um, they gave me a shot. I capitalized on it. Had what I would consider a good career, and played sports longer than I ever thought I would. Um, definitely a blessing because I grew up, you know, wanting to play for Fresno State. I think a lot of kids from the valley. They see the checkered score or the checkered touchdown end zone area. They see the ramp. They see the success. Mm-hmm. And it's natural to want to play there. So having that opportunity was amazing. Uh, my mom and dad, my family were very close. And they got to come watch me play both home and away. And now uh, both my little brothers play football at Fresno State. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so great. Number uh, number zero, Magdalena and, and big two six. Joe Delana, <laughs> look out for them next year running down on kickoff. I but, love it. Um, what positions do they play? We were all wide receivers. All the exact wow. same. Yep. That's legit. It's uh, It's been fun. It's That's super fun. fun. I yeah. love it. I yeah, love it. So Fresno State had a great time involved mm-hmm. with football, all the things. And then you're about to graduate and you were telling me you met your wifey. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know… A little bit of backstory, which I think we'll we'll get into, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. um, going into my senior season, I, I redshirted my freshman year. So my fifth year, I didn't know exactly what was going to go down. I knew that growing up, uh, I wanted to play football at Fresno State. I'd write it on my little papers, you know, in fourth grade when they asked what you want to do when you grow up. Um, didn't know what was next. And I actually took a class at Fresno State called the History of the Olympic Games. Hmm. It's a little general ed class that they put football players in to get an easy A. It's also really interesting. Each week, you go for 40 minutes, two times a week, and they cover a different Olympics every time. I Hmm. I thought it was cool. Bunch of my teammates were in there. Long story short, the day before uh, graduation, I see this teacher. He knows I have my fifth year still. He's like, hey, what are you doing after season? I'm like, I'm not going to the NFL. I'm probably going to farm onions. He's like, dude, you should go on the Try out for the Team USA bobsled team. I've watched Cool Runnings, the Jamaican bobsledders. That's literally what I thought of. Yeah. Who, that's the only thing yeah. I knew about it at this <laughs> yeah. point, right? Yeah. And um, I was like, I mean, I don't know. I'm 22 years old at this point. Yeah. The strongest I've ever been. The best body fat percentage I've ever been. Fastest I've ever been. 
And now I'm just going to be done in four months after football season and farm onions the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I don't know. A little birdie just kind of got in my ear and got me thinking. I said, man, I, I always wanted to represent my country in some way, shape, or form. And being fast growing up, I always thought it'd be in track. Well, that ship's kind of sails once you don't take it super seriously in mm -hmm. high school. Um, so I've looked at this as another opportunity and perhaps another time to maybe have that chance to represent the country. Cool. So getting to your point of uh, meeting yeah. my wife. Yeah. Doghouse Grill, if you haven't checked them out. They have some good food there. Fantastic. They have a pre-party for Fresno State graduation. And being an ag business major, me and all, all my ag business pals said, hey, uh, let's go slam a few brewskis before <laughs> the graduation. Slam specifically Coors Lights. Drink Coors Lights. Bring the juice. We were big supporters of Coors Lights. Yes. Yeah. My friend who went to college with me, she's ag business, is going to this. And yeah. sure enough, little sis comes out with her to celebrate. Me and little sis hit it off. Have a great graduation day. I graduate college. Hanging out with little sis. She's saying, oh, well, this is a fun weekend, but I got to go back to school. I'm like, okay, well, adios, you know? Yeah. Little do I know, she's going to the University of Utah, where my bobsled tryout for Team USA is. Two days later, we're on the same flight. So we hit it off. It was great. Um, I go fly out to Salt Lake City, actually Park City, Utah, where the Olympic facilities are. Mm -hmm. And okay. they take you through all this testing. It's similar to like an NFL combine. Can we pause or wind? Yeah. yeah sorry. I mean, how do you just like go to Olympic training? Somebody suggested you should do that. <clears throat> Okay. Yeah. So how do you even apply to so do that? So this like teacher… For, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So this teacher, um, he was… He's a referee for the Olympics. Okay. And he said, hey, like, you're a wide receiver in Division One college football. When people go to these tryouts, there's guys who watch YouTube videos. Wow. And are like, oh, you could do this. And they just go out. So when I saw the competition the day of, I was easily in the top. 2% just out of the gate because I knew my athleticism at this point in life, right? right? I wasn't just coming off the couch as a 35-year-old man who wanted to relive an Olympic dream. So I knew I had a little bit of an advantage there. And he got me in contact with one of the coaches out there, um, Matt Griff, who's still one of my good friends. We actually, we take a shot together the second of every month and text each other, you're the shit because it's the second. <laughs> uh, gotta be video proof. Has to be video proof. So, so yeah. you had a connection. That's cool. I had, that I, I had a connection to get yeah. me in the in the yeah, door, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's like, okay, go run with it. Okay. Cool. Um, and yeah, so my so, wife was going to University of Utah, yeah, yeah. and the Olympic thing kind of comes about. Yeah. Uh, I passed. I I made it high enough to where they said, okay, you should either go live in Lake Placid, New York, or Park City, Utah, to train for this because there's only mm. I think like 17 Olympic tracks in the entire world. For wow. bobsled. You learned all these things. The learned process, all these things. Right? Yeah. Like, in between watching Cool Runnings and that day, <laughs> I, I learned all this. Oh my God. So, long story short, end up in Park City after my football career um, where my wife is going mm -hmm. to school 10 minutes away from me at the University of Utah. So, I'm, I'm out there training. She's, you know… A Delta Gamma out there. <laughs> and we're… I, I'm exploring… Um, 
I'm exploring Salt Lake City. It was cool. One of my best friends who actually played football with me in high school, he kind of had a tough go in college, played football at Stanford, had cancer his junior year, and beat it, came back and kept playing football. For, yeah, Ryan Beecher, yeah. one of my best friends. Yeah. And uh, cool. so he's a ski, crazy skier. Mm-hmm. So he roomed with me out there and we just kind of took… How fun is that? We kind of just took Utah by the storm. And yeah. It was it was fun. And, you know, my uh, now wife went from a, a chick I hung out with to a girlfriend who… I told her, I was like, you got to have to farm onions in Fresno, support the Fresno State Bulldogs, and get married in a church. And that was <laughs> that was the, that check, was the criteria. Check, check. And uh, yeah, I mean, here we are. So I love yeah. that. And you got married, what did you say, earlier this… Well, this year. I yeah, this year, I got year. married in April 22nd. Uh, San Luis Obispo at the Mission. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Had the venue Lalamita. Mm-hmm. Check it out if you're in the wedding. Uh, area. Trying to figure out stage of life. Mm-hmm. But Love that. Beautiful, beautiful day. Beautiful day. Stunning. It was so rowdy. Cool. It was rowdy. I'm sure. Yeah. So you did fun. the whole big wedding thing. You probably Do you have a big family? I have a big family. Yeah. I'm the oldest. So we're trying yeah. to gauge, you know, at what… T- when, when do we stop inviting relatives? <laughs> I'm, I'm the test bunny right yeah. now for yeah. it. And we definitely had some answers. Like, yeah. that guy's not coming to the next wedding. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also playing college football. You make friends with so many people. It's five years. And, and I had a really close group in high school as well. Um, That's we, awesome. we, we stuck together. Like the six, six or seven of us. And… You know, they all have plus ones. Well, shit, that adds up kind of fast there, now. There's you know? your wedding party right, right? There too. Plus your brothers. Plus my brothers. Does it's... your wife have any brothers? No. Thank okay. goodness. So that helped you out a little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. But it was a definitely um an event. Mm-hmm. I bet. Best, so fun. B- best day of, of my life so far. So fun. Yeah. And yeah. Love that's it. Where we're at. So get okay, so get married, trying to set the stage here or timeline. Yes. How did Bring the Juice come about? Like, how do you go from training for the Olympics? Right. For those that don't already know your story, I'd love for you to share. Sure. Yeah, let's start there. Okay. So, football ends. We're in Park City now. We're training. Starts off as bobsled. Within a day, I get switched over to skeleton. Okay. Skeleton is a sport when you go head first by yourself. So, it's it's the same thing as bobsled, but you're on like a boogie board. Uh, It has little rails underneath it. They're called runners. And you're on… it. You're going head first with your hands mm-hmm. behind your back, holding on to your sled. There's no brakes in skeleton. Oh my god! To stop, they throw old, crappy Tempur-Pedic mattresses at the end of the finish line to like. I mean, were you scared? Oh, scared shitless. And- I, I hate roller coasters. Oh. I would never jump out of an airplane. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm scared. But of just explaining that, I managed to, you know, toughen up to play college football. Where mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, I can do this. I can mentally do this. Mm-hmm. And they also kind of said, you have to learn how to drive and it's dangerous and nobody wants to do it. How so do you drive something when you're head first? Your Are shoulders. You like, okay. Shoulders so and knees. Like shoulders and knees. So you're going so fast that you hit like three Gs at least when you're going. Wow. Um, your head weighs like 180 pounds. It's, it's, a, it's an ordeal. I learned all these things. Yeah, right. So I go through speed school, you know, work it, work the grind, living in Utah. I'm, I'm selling in my spare time, like smart home security systems. Mm-hmm. I become a head trainer, like an F45 gym. I drove Instacart and Uber. Um, what else did I do to hustle? 
I started a I started a uh, health and wellness company, okay. Frangelina's Health and Wellness. Check it out. We had five stars in Salt Lake City, awesome. Utah for like two years. And it really, I, I met some great people and I, I really got an awesome perspective on life between mm-hmm. knocking door to door and helping these people out. Because I was so used to this high level, you know, training of you're trying to, the, the margins are so thin. Everyone's mm-hmm. athletic. How are you going to separate yourself to… I'm getting hit up by, you know, people wanting to, my services and they're like, I'm a 65-year-old woman. I haven't worked out since PE, my sophomore year of high school. Yeah, wow. I need mm-hmm. to get in shape or else I'm going to die. Or yeah. I'm a 42-year-old man and I have diabetes and I need to get I need to get healthier habits going. I just need your accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, people training for the army test and they're, they're, there's a mile incorporated in there. They've never ran before. Wow. And you're just like… Okay, let's figure it out. Mm-hmm. Find a way. I always say, find a way. And that, that's true to anything in life. I preach it on Bring the Juice constantly. Um, but it was a cool cool perspective while I was doing all that training. Yeah. And ultimately, the training continued to help. I got better. I was getting faster. It changed different. It was definitely different than football where, you know, I'm very close with my, my, with my folks and I call my dad after practice playing football. Hey, you're playing Boise State this week. How do they look? Right. Oh, hey, their corner does this. Their safety does that. Blah, blah, blah. Now I'm calling them after practice. And I'm like, I beat the dude from Japan today, but I lost to Ireland and Israel. Oh, wow. And I almost beat the dude from Ghana, but I beat one of the other Americans. Like, you're racing countries right. every day. Like, it, you'd race… Solo, though. Solo, head was, first. I mean, it's I bet you versus that you. was like a different dynamic, right? Because you're used to a team, team aspect. Very much. And you're still on a team, you obviously. But you, you know what I'm saying, right? So they… Uh, I learned real quick, you're not on a team. You're right. on… You are your own person competing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And honestly, all the countries, they're all really nice. Like, I, some of my best <laughs> friends, when I was doing that, were all from other countries. Casual. They… If you're familiar with NASCAR or Ultimate Fighting, combine the two, put it on ice. That's what Skeleton is. Everyone has kind of their nickname, their persona. Is this guy real quiet, like an assassin? Is he kind of loud? I just kind of was like, I'm going to be myself, man. Mm -hmm. First day, I came straight off the plane, checked in at the Park City Olympic facilities with my bags. And the best way to travel with the cowboy hat is with it on your head. So I had all my snow crap and my cowboy hat on the head. <laughs> Ice cowboy right off the bat. That was my nickname. Ice so cowboy. you kind of create this persona and you get better. You get bigger. You get faster. You get faster. You learn how to drive. And the margins are so thin. Like if you get first place versus 10th place in time, it's all within a second. Mm-hmm. I mean it's, it's, it's crazy. And you're driving more than a mile. So you're going 80 miles an hour head first, a mile down this crazy water slide ice track, bumping into walls. It's getting destroyed. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you did pretty good, but you lost by 0.06 seconds. Shit, that's tough, right? Yeah. Became mentally more and more tough. Um, but ultimately, the journey was awesome. I got to race the North America Cup, a few other races where I'd race. I'd finish my race. My family would be at the finish line. Big ass scoreboard, and it says Delena, USA, and you're like, that's awesome. That's awesome. So it I'm was not cool. Familiar with the Olympic path, though. So you said yeah. the North Cup or what North America Cup. North it's America just a Cup. tournament. So you just like do tournaments leading up to the big 
Olympics. There's races. There's there's race circuits. Okay. Um, there's Olympic trials. There's all kinds of things because obviously, you know, if you're if it's not an Olympic year, the races are going to mean different things right. versus if it's if it's an Olympic year, the big race is the Olympics. Yeah. Um. So there's build up. So yeah, I got to race in some notable cups, and it was it was an awesome experience. Did what I wanted to do. My friends came out one time. Cool. There's this big ass curve. People could go and watch. I was telling my boys, I was like, dude, come out here, eat a 30 rack of beer, tailgate. <laughs> they were going crazy. It was so fun. That's so cool. People would take selfies of me going like 80 miles an hour around a curve. It was oh really God, cool. Wild. But uh yeah, I had a I had one of these races one time. My my family was out in Park City watching me race and I I, I messed my calf up. Something was wrong. For as long as an athletic career that I've had, I knew something was wrong. Mm. And uh Long story short, I find out after it's swollen as hell, it's torn, that I have three blood clots in my right leg. That for you. Yeah. Like a hematoma. Yeah. So so I had a tear in the in my calf and then I continued to race one day. Mm -hmm. And you hit such fast G's that there's Mm -hmm. different theories, but one of them is potentially internal bleeding can like bubble, erupt. Some I've heard about a bunch of different things. It never got diagnosed directly. Yeah. But the lady at the hospital was, I went to the hospital. I fell getting out of bed and I, I was like, I got to go to the hospital. I, I called my team doctor at the time and I was like, hey, something's wrong. Right. Checked me in. Salt Lake City has some great hospitals. Um, the lady's like, you're in great shape. You're not an 85 year old woman. You probably don't have a blood clot, but let me just make sure real quick. Sure enough, sure. boom. Freaks that lady came back in freaking out. She goes, you're not going on any airplanes, right? I'm checked in for a flight to go to St. Moritz, Switzerland the next Shut morning. Up. She's like, you would die if you got on the airplane. Yeah, I'm like, especially that long of a flight. Damn. So, uh, yeah, all within, you know, a little time. I'm, I'm getting faster. I'm getting better times. I'm, yeah. I'm placing better yeah. to, hey, bro, you're not going to Switzerland. You're not racing anymore. You're done. And, and like season was about to be over. It was two weeks left. There were big races coming up. You're done. And so pretty much the only reason I even tried to do this was to take a shot at go to the Olympics. Rightfully right? so, yeah. Well, that was kind of out the door. Um, they only took one person from the whole country to the Olympics. I, I tell people, I trained with Team USA. I was at an Olympic facility every day. Mm-hmm. I am not an Olympian. I did not go to the Olympics. One dude did from that year. Uh, did you and, train with them? Every single person I trained with every day was was the people who went and raced at the right, Olympics. That's so like, good, yeah, yeah, I, I the Olympic guys who won the Olympics medals. That's I trained awesome. with them every day. Yeah, and it was a really unique experience. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Great part of my life. But that chapter kind of closed. And at the time, uh, I don't know if I mentioned, but my family farms onions for a living. Mm-hmm. It's a family business. Grew up on it. Always knew I was going to go back to it. They. Uh, they kind of were at a point, me being the oldest son, where they needed me to come back and yeah. came back to the farm. I work nights a lot of the time because it's too hot in, in the valley during the days to harvest onions. So I was in an onion field one night and was just depressed as hell because I just went from this great athletic career to your dude, you're you're working a nine to five pretty much. Like mm-hmm. you ain't you ain't shit anymore. Mm-hmm. And mentally that was just kind of hard. Because I was so locked in. Um, went on a few other podcasts, kind of just telling my story. Not that I'm a hero, but like 
telling my story, as shooting my shot. Okay, yeah, as cool. a guest. Yeah. And I was looking at listening to other pods and I was just there was a few little spurts here and there where they were talking about like mental health, your mindset once you're done with sports. They were just brushed on. And I was like, dude. I'm going through that right now. I'm trying to find myself. I didn't read a book since like sixth grade. I think I read the first Hunger Games in sixth grade because <laughs> I had to for AR points or something. <laughs> I didn't read a book since then. Like, yeah. I, you know, this, I, not saying, I'm not hating on reading. I love reading, but right. now. For but, pleasure, not for. Well, it just, it never was a thing. I'm listening to audiobooks. I can't listen to them fast enough. Yeah. yeah. I'm, re- I'm going on this crazy mental health run. Yeah. I'm listening to Navy SEALs. I'm Jocko and, David Goggins and all these yeah. awesome people that I was blind to. And I, I'm, I'm looping this into how my feelings are. And I kind of just get this switch from like, okay, I'm going to look at my, you know, my contacts in my phone, my former roommates from college football, they're all playing in the NFL. Mm. My, my, some of my great friends, they're, they're playing professional sports. I don't got to DM these guys and hope, hey, I'm starting a new podcast or I'd love to talk to you. It's like, I could come by, hey, I need you here this time. Mm-hmm. Come, done mm-hmm. deal. I realize that's such an advantage in the podcast game because finding guests in the pod game is 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 hard. And like, Ray, right. you, you know this. Like, mm-hmm. I had, I wrote down on a piece of binder paper in this onion field, every person I would have on this podcast. And I'm like, so cool. I think people would listen to that. And like I said, like, how am I going to separate myself? Mm-hmm. I want to just brush. I want to be for the boys. We drink beer. We sip whiskey. We smoke cigars. We, we, sh- we shoot the shit. We talk about the locker room stories. Hey, you won the World Series. What kind of champagne did you pop? Things like that. <laughs> you won the Super Bowl. That's how awesome. many cigars did you smoke that night? Like, yeah. I want to hear that fun human nature stuff. But at the same time, it's like, hey, man, you also got cut four times. For people who don't realize the word cut, that means you got fired from your job because you weren't physically good enough to uh-huh. perform. And another grown-ass man was. What was that like mentally going from right. Miami to Philadelphia to San Francisco in, in three weeks? Yeah. Good, not good. Good, not good. Like your family, you have a two-year-old. How was that, bro? Yeah. To hear them talk about it as a human being, it changes your perspective a little bit. And then their why. Why do you keep pushing? What's your why? Why do you chase greatness? Why, when, when adversity strikes, what's your first response mm-hmm. and why? Mm-hmm. So I just kind of throw that all in. I'm, I'm a high energy guy. And, yeah. and you know, we talked about it before the pod, like being real, staying, staying transparent, being who you are. Yeah, yeah. You, you are where your feet are. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of just started morphing into a really good idea cold called a few dudes to get figure out the equipment situation. My mom and dad have a basement with the pool table they weren't using, <laughs> posted up on that. Uh, had to come up with a game, a, a name of the pod, right? Yeah, I want, yeah. And bring the juice, like anybody who's ever played a sport with me, I'm, I'm high energy. I'll say the speech. I'm going to get people fired up. Because if there's a reason we're going to yeah. lose this game, it's because they're better than us. Not because we came out with less energy or not enough enthusiasm or we came out flat. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've college football at Fresno State, it was our thing. Just bring the juice. Get, fire me up. Bring the juice. Get your piss hot. Whatever it might be. It's like, <laughs> you better come right now. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. Right now, you need to lock in. Uh-huh. And it just kind of, 
it started off where I was the youngster that embraced it. And then as I grew into more of a leadership captain role, it became my thing. Like, hey, someone needs to pick us up. Frank, you got to get these guys going. They need the juice right now. And I do. I just golfed with our strength and conditioning coach at Fresno State on Sunday. And he's like, this is the best thing you could do. And, and it became my role on the football team. I That's wasn't awesome. the best touchdown scorer for Fresno State. Yeah. But I was relied upon to make sure energy and team camaraderie in the locker room was intact. And I say, own your role. Own your role. That was part of it. Mm-hmm. So rolling into the Olympic thing, I had a, one of my… You have these little tight suits that you wear. Right. I would think so. Yeah. Is it like a full body situation? Full body. Oh, man. It's like a wetsuit, but it's not a wetsuit. <laughs> but super thin. Super thin. Aerodynamic. Yeah, you have no room for adding nothing, weight to the nothing. situation. Yeah. And my first one, my mom got me one. It said, bring the juice on it. And I was That's like, horrible. all right, let's roll. Yeah. And when you come up with a name for a pod. Do you, a fo- do you have a photo of you in that outfit? Yeah, I got photos. <laughs> I got I got pics. I got when, you, when you come up with a name for the pod, you have to own it more than anybody else who Truth. comes on your pod yeah. can own it. Mm-hmm. And when I said it's going to be called bring the juice, it doesn't signify anything about, oh, this is a sports pod. You would never know that. It doesn't say, oh, elite athletes come on here and talk about, you know, the elite yeah. mindset to chase greatness. You would never know any of that. Just bring the juice. It bring rolls the off juice. the tongue. Everyone yes. can kind of get behind it. Yeah. It's like, fire me up. It's like, fire me up. You have that on up. one of the hats too, right? Yeah. Love yeah. It. So I love, I love it. I'm yeah. super creative. Love your energy. Love what you've built. When did you start it? When did you start the podcast? <sighs> this week will be episode like, 120. Okay. And you do them weekly. Every Thursday. So at least a couple years. Yeah. Whatever that math is. A couple plus. 120 weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Well, fifth, there's 52 in a year. Yeah. So a couple plus. Um, haven't, haven't, haven't missed a Thursday. That is impressive. Haven't missed a Thursday. I feel like consistency is key. Yeah. We're, we're getting there. We're doing every other Monday right now. Hey, very, you you do you, you do you. (laughs) I, I, it's impressive. I'm a bit I appreciate awesome. you. Yeah, Thank that's you. awesome. So love the name, love your energy, love that you just like went for it. Got to. Parents' basement, didn't think Send twice it. about, you know, all the, sometimes I feel like just in general with entrepreneurship, people overthink it to the point where it's like, what is it? Analysis by paralysis, right? It's like they overthink it so much that they just don't do it. Right. So I totally. just love that you have the like, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to go. Send or send. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I love the merch. From a branding perspective, I need to know more about the thought behind… The OG. The OG yes. trucker hat. with yeah. the with the. So the OG… So the trucker <clears throat> hat was the first piece of merch. Yeah. So this is the OG. Is the OG? I bought it That's in perfect. navy. It was an all-navy hat. Okay. I loved… I wanted to… Everyone likes these hats. I think they go good on the lake. They go good outfit-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously, you look at it you second glance is that Bass Pro Shop. And without getting in trouble, because I love Bass Pro Shop. Uh, okay, so Bass Pro Shop, are we going to manifest them? I, I, we're just going to leave them out of the conversation. I don't want to attract heat my way. <laughs> okay, okay. But I I did get this. This is a, a completely my logo now. I got the licensing. It's you. approved. It's that's trademarked. It. It's yeah. it's That's my logo. Like nobody could touch it at this point. Amazing. I don't want anybody to try to touch it. But you know. But I, like I said, I, you know, growing up in the country and playing football at Fresno State, you get people from a lot of different backgrounds, mm-hmm. uh, experiences in life in that locker room. And Fresno in the Valley is such a mix, mixing pot of people. 
you always see Bass Pro Shop hats. Always. It's the type of hat. They're simple. Mm-hmm. They go great. Like you could throw some blue shoes on in an all black outfit. All of a sudden you're swaggy as hell because so you, you're true. rocking it, right? Yes. And it's simple. It's neutral. It's almost a neutral logo. <laughs> but not. I, I hear but you not. that. But yes. And it doesn't matter if you have $10 billion or $10. You could rip a Bass Pro mm-hmm. Shop hat. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the, uh, you know, first mindset of I want people to not even have to judge whether they like this or not. I know they're going to like it mm-hmm. because they like Bass Pro. Right. And I've probably gotten maybe one out of a hundred people give me shit like, oh, you copied Bass Pro. I'm like, dude, I was inspired. And I see a lot of other people. There's there's companies all over the place doing things that are inspired by other exactly. brand, yeah. brands. So I kind of just started off with that. Um, definitely made a splash early in like the merch game. And then I really wanted though a like a juice box hat. Like a mm-hmm. like a juice box logo. Um and on on this one right here, oh, this hat's kind of special. This is so this is a red, white, and oh, blue awesome. combo. I do one, I do one with the uh like my regular colors, the, the mm-hmm. that's the same mm-hmm. as the OG. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like I think I love it. The, the the juice box is also kind of swaggy where, you know, I, I visualize Barstool Sports. You throw anything on and it's the little side Barstool, you know it's mm-hmm. Barstool Sports. Yeah. So we've kind of embraced the little juice box on the side. People know it's bringing juice hat now. For, does it, for sure. Does, doesn't matter. Yeah. They know that's a bringing juice hat. Yeah. And I'm, it's, taken a, it's taken years now to get to that point. Um, but here we are. And, and, and like merch-wise, merch is tough. Mm-hmm. Right, you're gonna get tough. you're gonna get into merch, and yeah. and I I'm so hat heavy. One, I'm a hat guy. Mm-hmm. Two, Fresno's hat people. Totally, no, it's smart. You don't got to overcommit. Your margins yeah. could be good. Embroidered, they're nice. They're good quality. And you've seen these Tesoro Viejo garages. They're not that yeah. big. That's my merch. <laughs> That's where I keep all my merch. I love it. Well, if I'm gonna buy hoodies, I gotta buy how many mediums should I? Buy? I like your how hoodie, many larges? Is that part of the collection? Yeah, I'll get you a hoodie. Yeah, I like hoodie. Got a little, bunch I'm of my catchphrases on the back. They're, oh, cool. they're they're swaggy. Yeah. But uh, long story short, the merch game has been good. The hats have been good to us. Yeah. We got some new hats coming out probably pretty soon. Yeah. How often? Like, here's four four different designs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Plus yeah. what you're wearing. Five. Yep. We I have, mean, you this got is a the uh, the American flag edition. Oh, that's cool. Top seller on Fourth of July. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> that's so forth. Uh, what I love about the hats, from just like a observer fans perspective, right? Yeah. I have friends who are 40-something wearing sure. your hats. And then I have friends who have sons who are like 10 that are wearing your hats. Love that. That's so cool. I, like, I, good for you. That's thank epic. Thank you. Like, who ha- – what? I'm, I'm trying to – everyone awesome. says to be niche, right? And yeah. I agree to that. But at the same time, everyone can relate to something in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. And that, that relevates back to Bring the Juice where mm-hmm. athletes go through struggles – stay-at-home moms go through struggles. Guys who work at McDonald's go through struggles. Uh, guys who are assistants at accounting firms go through struggles. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's, everyone's very different, but we all got some of the stuff that's very much the same. For sure. And uh, I don't know. I just try to, I try to keep that neutral in the hat game. And, you know. I think it's awesome. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, and I think the vulnerability of what you're sharing and what you do with your guests is cool because it makes people like we've talked about kind of like, humanized, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know why there are these stigmas about not wanting to talk about certain things. It's like the, the moment you talk about those things, the moment 10 plus people are like, oh my God, me too. Yeah. Especially in this world of, I mean, I work in PR and social media, right? So right. the world of social media yep. and, you know, showing all the good 
Yep. Like, so that's not reality. People. It's not. It's Some not reality. Some of it is, and that's cool and picture perfect and all the things. But like, I want to know, like, you know, you just took your kids on a trip. I want to know, like, who had a breakdown, who needed a diaper change. Hell like, yeah. You, were, you missed your flight. You I know, love that. like that's relatable mm-hmm. to me, and I think to others. As yes. Well, you know, I just went on a family vacation over Christmas, and yeah. my sister's in Texas now. Barks and Rec. If you need you to have get a your sister too, you have two brothers and a sister. Yeah, one of four. I'm oldest. She just opened a company in Texas called Barks and Rec. It's a dog grooming boarding service. If you're in the college station area, go check them out. Um, I love that your family is very entrepreneurial. (sighs) That's cool. I told my mom, like, dude, you got a lot of LLCs cut attached to your name right now. (laughs) But uh, yeah, yeah. No, but we went on family vacation and. Me and my brothers were very competitive. My dad's very competitive. My mom's very competitive. My wife's very competitive. A lot of testosterone in the house. My sister, she doesn't really take shit either. So we're not all in the same house at the same time as many days as we usually were growing up. And, uh, you know, we've had years in the past where we butt heads. We're boys. Boys will will play. Boys will wrestle. Yeah, yeah. And, like, my mom was saying when we finished the trip this year, she's like, you know, everyone's really growing up a little bit. No fights. Not, not, not like we're not fist fighting. I mean, but <laughs> wrestling. It was, uh, it was smooth. Everyone was on good terms. Like I love my family. We love each other. But yeah, we'll we'll get into it. Right. Um. But we knew not to get into it because it would just piss my mom off. <laughs> and we're mature enough now. Yeah. To not. <laughs> Piss her off. Yeah. I so she enjoyed her our, our family vacation and uh that's fine. Anyways, that's that's, that's a great fun. Monday morning coffee topic, right? Oh, hundred percent. Right. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, the relatability of it all, you know. Totally. I have a friend, she has three young kids. We became super close because our kids are the same ages. Awesome. And God bless her, she travels the world, literally the world, with her three kids. That's crazy. They just spent New Year's Eve in an igloo in Finland seeing the Northern Lights with a five or six, four, and almost two-year-old. Well, two-year-old. Sorry. I don't know that I would do that. I sang karaoke in a basement. Yeah. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> and, 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 we, and we celebrated the New York oh, ball drop. Okay. The nine o'clocker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, same. But it's like props to her. Totally. And I mean, very, very impressive and commendable that she would do that. Yes. I don't know that many people would. I think she deserves an award for that. And yes. her husband. That's awesome. You know? I could I'm I'm not there in life yet. Oh yeah. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's something. Kids change the game for sure. For I've sure. heard. I've yeah. heard. I'm looking forward to it someday though. Yeah. I, I'm kinda I got I'm at that age where I'm at that age mm-hmm. where I got friends who are uh Still trying to go to Jimbo's on Wednesdays. Oh, really? That's and then I have fun. friends like who are middle. having their second kid. Yeah. And I'm like in the yeah. perfect middle where I'm not going to go to Jimbo's on Wednesday, but I might go to like <laughs> Mad Duck on a Thursday at four. Keep it classy. Right? Yeah. I'll still yeah. get a little rowdy, That's but like funny. I got to work tomorrow. And yeah. I, I want to eat dinner at home and like… You know, isn't it funny though? Like, that's always the next question. You're you're dating your girlfriend, super serious. When are you gonna propose? Right. You propose. When's the wedding? Then the wedding. When are you guys gonna have kids? You guys probably get that all the time. We I remember that with at least my husband. All like, the time. Yeah. And it's what are you supposed to say? Like, yeah. I think it's just we're trying like an awkward way of like you don't know what else to ask. I don't know. I, I don't th- know. I think so. Um, but some people come off like super 
stern, like, oh, no, we're not trying to have kids right now. We're waiting until we're 30. And you're like, okay. Yeah. We're in the… If it happens, it happens. It happens, it happens. That's fair. God's plan. Yeah, God's plan. I like that. That's the best way to approach it, in my opinion. I I think so. But, you know, what's interesting is, like, I lived in L.A. for 10 years. Mm. From Fresno originally. Went to L.A., came back. Went to SC. Go dogs. Yeah, fight on. Anyway, um, actually, funny story. One of the kind of like selling points for me for SC was going to the Fresno State SC game. I'm not going to ask how old you are, but this no, was you're not going to ask. Yeah, no, not. It wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't not. when I was playing football there. Absolutely not. No, I don't even think you were in high school. But <laughs> Frank, you're in third grade. <laughs> was it 2005? But uh, maybe. Okay, yeah. continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I fell in love with SC because of the tradition of the school and the football and the sports. Right. I love college football. I love SC. I love the tradition of it all. Not that I don't love Fresno State. I'm all about going to the Fresno State games and supporting the dogs, you know, all about it. But you got to support your alma mater, right? Sure. That game was like a tipping point for me. I was like, I'm going, I'm going to the school. Wow. Like, absolutely. Like, there's no question. So you had pretty good grades in high school then. I did. Yeah. I was valedictorian. To my own home humble there. brag. Yeah, I <laughs> don't know. I don't know, right? Yeah, we're uh, in Monday coffee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dumbass. Casual. No, no, I know that came off a little. No, bit, no, no. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, listen. There's a difference between bragging and facts. That's yeah, a fact. That was a fact. That's a statistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, went to Bullard. Let him know. I loved Bullard. I loved my high school experience. Thought it was great. Okay. So fun. My brother went to Memorial. So I, we had a lot of friends of both, which was fun. They mesh. Yeah, for sure. Kind of. We went to each other's formals and all that. It was fun. Um, but anyway, loved SC. I swear I was getting somewhere. Oh, so anyway, I still have a lot of friends that from college. Yeah. That, like live in LA still. Sweet. And it's an interesting dynamic with the LA lifestyle versus the Fresno lifestyle. I feel like people don't even ask people those questions in LA. They're right. very career driven. They have kids later. They buy homes later. Yeah. You know? I get it. I I'm I've definitely uh it's just different. Like I have buddies who I played with at Fresno State from all over the country, but LA, I just put it in SoCal. They're they're in no rush. Yeah. They don't really care. Um I have people from here where if they found the person, they're like, let's get a family going. Oh, totally. So, and then yeah. There's everything in between. And then I have guys who are like, I'm not even going to think about getting married until I'm 35. Mm-hmm. And me, when I found my wife, I'm like, my life is very fast. I know she's the one. Let's do it. Love it. And she also went to the University of Utah, which so she was surrounded by a lot of the Mormon culture. Mm-hmm. And the Mormon culture, uh, they get married very, very fast and very young. Mm-hmm. I like the Mormon culture. Not a thing yeah. against it. Great people. Yeah. But… Uh, it was kind of bang bang. So she, like she had sorority sisters when she was a junior, getting married, wow. and it wasn't like. And that was like normal there. It was normal. It was oh. the norm, and even like there's buddies of mine who've gone to some of those schools down south, like Ole Miss, and they their graduate girls would be graduating, and they're freaking out because they're not engaged yet. What? And the mindset's wow. a little different all over the country, but. Yeah. I think everyone's got their speed. Everyone's got their lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, God's got a plan for everybody, no matter what you're gonna do. But for sure, you know, you you gotta you gotta attack things one at a time. And like, yeah. right now I'm in just got married mode, newlywed phase. New, right newlywed, so fun. That's so we're fun. trying to decorate our our house, and yeah. I'm like, 
We should put a juice box right there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a neon of your logo? No, I don't got a neon. You should. No, not into it. I don't know where it would go. My, I told you, my, my studio. I love when you say a juice box. Well, what are you going to frame? Like, you know what I was logo? visualizing? I what? wanted, you've been to Max's? Yes, many. Oh, one of those. Like a Tomas. You should get like a Tomas yes, juice a box. That'd be oh, badass. That'd be classy. That'd be it's classy. It's classy. It's classy. On it's kind of like one of those like oh, it's a cool painting. Oh, <laughs> juice box. Oh, bring the oh, juice. Yes. FBI female body <laughs> inspector. What? Get out of town. Like <laughs> one of those moments. Epic. One of that those. That would be. Bass epic. Pro Shop. Bring the juice. One of those. One of those. Double so, take. That's uh, but those guys, they're expensive. Oh, Art's beyond. expensive. Art is super expensive. I got a fun fact. This is great for Monday morning coffee. Okay. <laughs> coffee Monday, by the way. I'm so podcast. sorry. Coffee Monday. But you know what? You're on the right track. We're no, having no, coffee sorry. on a Monday morning. I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. We'll get into the coffee too. But uh, <laughs> speaking of art for walls and houses. Yes. Got married. Honeymoon was in Italy. Oh, amazing. Never been out of country before. I've never eh, been Cabo. to Italy. Is go. I know I want to. Like I'm to Italian. Eat? You like to yes, eat food? I have family there. Go. Yeah. I'll go back. But I went to. Yeah. We we hopped around. Uh, started off with Venice. Got to hit Venice. Went to the Amalfi Coast, Pazentano. Oh, okay. God. Dreamy. If you go, you mm. got to do this. Okay. <laughs> Long story short, though, you rent a boat from this guy named Giovanni. He drives you out to Capri, free tequila, salami sandwiches. It's it's. Fucking awesome. And <laughs> amazing. But we uh my wife was at Home Goods. She calls yeah. me. She's like, holy shit, I just found something crazy. Yeah. What is it? It's a picture of the hotel room we stayed at in Positano just for at Home Goods as like one of those like general art yeah. things. Like, oh, this would look good in like the guest bathroom. It's our room. Oh my god! And I was, I was like, "We've been here." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Like, how much? She's like, "It's thirty six dollars on sale <laughs> right now." I said, "Get it." Priceless, done. So that's our one like cool piece of art. I love it. Art's hard because you have it's hard. Dude. It's very personal, right? Rugs, rugs, area rugs. Oh, we go to buy area rugs mm -hmm. for my house. I'm like, dude. Funny story about you, area rugs. What is yeah. this? Newly married to my husband, Michael. We decided to live together after we got married. Okay. Good. Yeah, same. We did too. Yeah. We didn't live together till uh till after marriage. Okay. Yeah. Which nowadays people live together before. Yeah. It's cool. You do you, right? Anyway, we waited. So I remember vividly one of decorating the house, the whole thing. On the we're on our phones, watching TV, whatever. And I said, Babe, what do you think about this area rug? We need an area rug for our living room. I didn't know what it was. He's totally not even paying attention. Oh. And he's like, Yeah, he literally said, Yeah, it looks good. And he yeah. wasn't, even, wasn't even engaged. I was like, perfect. Check. Yeah. Area rug comes. Fast forward a few weeks later. We're going to put it out. And he's like, we are absolutely not putting this down. This is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. They're ugly. And I'm like, wait, what? You literally approved this weeks ago. And he's like, no, I didn't. I definitely would have never approved that. That was our first fight as a married couple. That's nice one. Area rug. I'll never forget that. Uh, there, my mom had a good piece of advice. She said, get one that's like, bunch of random stuff so when you spill on it you'll never really <laughs> know that's good advice and uh that's good advice i've definitely spilled some stuff on there <laughs> my wife never has found out <laughs> and you agreed on the pattern that's half the battle i let her pick that out i was oh, like great good i picked good. out our couch big old couch yeah big l mm -hmm. you could sleep on it that's important like 10 people could sleep on it i feel it. like that's important for guys comfort big couch yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Huh. 
you know. That's fun. I'm an easy guy, though. Yeah. Let but her do her thing. Let's get a juice box up there. <laughs> yeah. Full circle. <clears throat> Somebody needs to commission a piece of art with your logo. Boom. Done. I'm going to email Tomas tonight. You should. <laughs> you should. I'm going Put to. Put it out there. Manifest I, that. Do you believe in like, goal? like, do you do New Year's goals, New Year's resolutions, any of that? Yeah. I, uh, the inner athlete in me mm -hmm. uh, is big on creating goal ladders. And goal ladders. Goal ladders, yeah. I don't know about that. It, you know, one thing in my time at Fresno State, I had three different strength conditioning coaches, which are with them more than anybody. One of them's currently the head of the Atlanta Falcons. The other one's the head of the Cincinnati Bengals. The other one was one of the heads at Stanford. He's been our head for the last like six years. Mm -hmm. And he's very big on when you set goals, if you say, I want to run more, that's not a goal. It needs yeah, to be, it needs to have a measurable like unit. I agree with I that. I want to gain uh, or I want to be able to make my bench press go from 200 to 230, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, how are you going to do that? What are you going to do to attain that goal? Mm -hmm. That's measurable. That's a, that's a you know, a, a metric that you could use. Um, so I, I've used a few goals like followers, subscribers, people I want. I, I have this, I call I it the guess. big board. Okay. My big board. Yeah. Who, do I, who do I want to get this year? And most of the time, like I interviewed Justin Fields this year, who's the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. He wasn't on my big board the start of the year, but life has a funny way of working itself out. You keep your nose down, keep working, good things come. Mm -hmm. That happened out of this year. But you got to have, you know, I have goals, but not resolutions. Really. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm more of a goals person than a resolution person. Yeah. Why do you have a good one? Uh, well, I, I'm actually doing like a vision board workshop on Friday yes. at my office just to kind of like, I, I do, as cheesy as it sounds, I feel like you put it out there, you manifest it, it will happen. Yes. Right? I agree. So in line with that, goals, yeah, sure. But I'm not like, I, resolutions for me, I feel like I set myself up for failure. Yeah, it's fourth grade stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so what, so what, it, what, is, um, what can we expect with Bring the Juice? Obviously, you. keep your head down and go. Okay. Um, we signed with a company called Mercury in October. They're a kind of podcast umbrella. Mm -hmm. And we lined up very in sync, I guess I should say. They didn't want to take a bunch of my sponsorship dollars, which is a hard thing to do when you partner with someone now because yeah. they want the money. Mm -hmm. And I'm not at the point, you know, we're, we're in the green, but we're not like, it's not like I'm buying cars with, with the bring the juice money. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to keep growing. Right. So I'm reinvesting it in flying to Dallas hotels for a week in Las Vegas, uh, going to Oklahoma, things like that, where I got to bring me, my video team, and we go out there. It's it, traveling's right now. Go go book a plane ticket. No, it's shit's, shit's expensive. Yeah, you're not so, going to places you can really drive. Right, right exactly. Yeah. Um, so there's some big things in, in that sense uh, within the network where they have 10 different schools Umbrella underneath, like Oklahoma, Penn State, mm -hmm. uh, Clemson, et cetera. Some, some pretty big names. Getting more in sync with those schools, the same way I am with Fresno State, will really branch my my audience. For sure. And then events, like I said, uh, going to have the second annual golf tournament. If you haven't signed up, sign up today. Where do they sign up? I, I'm almost sold out. By the time this launches, it might be really? sold out. And you but, said when, uh, March 8th? It's March 8th. Okay. Uh, 
it's electric that dragonfly. If you want to come out and party, come out and party. Seriously, Fun. it's it's going to be that awesome. It's going to be like the waste management of. Fresno. It is. That's what it is. Okay. Seriously, I try to it. recreate this. I have parachuters. Awesome. It's it's awesome. Oh my god, it's going to be great. And yeah. then uh, I always do a second event. Like I mentioned last year was boxing at Tail yeah. Mount Casino. This year it's in between uh, a rodeo, a one day rodeo, bring the juice rodeo, Amazing. or I want to do like a. Like rent out the Lemoore Speedway and do like a legit race. Cool. The Bring the Juice 500 or something like that. That's epic. Either one, it's going to have a country flair to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to have, not mentioned yet, but we have a pretty decent country artist coming to do a concert after. That's so, so it's gonna fun. Be sick. It's oh going to be really God. cool. That's awesome. Good so that's, that's on the event side. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to Super Bowl this year too. I, okay, I saw that. Radio you, Row. You said that in a recent episode. Tell me about that. Like, what does that look like for you? So it's it is my Super Bowl. Um, last year, I went to the East West Shrine Game, which is like the college mm-hmm. All Star Game. Mm-hmm. Met some crazy people. Uh, got super well connected. Guys who went and got drafted in the first round that are Pro Bowlers this year. I, I got connected with them. Gave them a free hat. Interviewed them for twenty minutes. We've just hit it off. Some of those guys are actually coming to the golf tourney. Um, Fun. But it, it was just a hub of everyone you needed in one spot, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Radio Row, if you read about it, for my my wheelhouse of, of interviewing people, it's it's exactly what I need to go to. Now, in order to go, you have to go through your NFL media credentials team. You got to get your NFL communications credential. You have to apply for certain events. I applied for Super Bowl. I got all that. And then yeah. I applied for Super Bowl. I applied for Radio Row. And... Uh, yeah, we're we're we we got approved, which is awesome. There's 200 tables, you know. There's six by there's six foot folding tables. Yeah, there's 200 of them in a room. It's Hunger Games. Go Shut get you. Up. I'll I'll definitely let you know how it goes. I would love to hear. I am. So uh, do is it like a junket style where like players and people just coaches keep players, coming current, yeah. old timers, cool. celebrities, like very cool. There was a guy who interviewed. I think it was like Joe Montana. Adam Sandler, a couple old school running backs. Oh, Reggie Bush. Huh. And, you know, also there's guys not as big a name in between. Yeah. But it's just off him. Hey, uh, Mr. Sandler, like you got five minutes. Right. Done. Like, it's, so it's, you, it's, put, it's, you put yourself out there. I got to put myself cool. out there. Yeah, I've been there. So I'm going to bring some hats. I'm going to bring some Coors Light under the table. <laughs> Rip I it. love it. See how it goes. Bring in the juice and yeah. some. Yeah, obviously you said hats merch. That's awesome. Yeah, so cool. No, it's it's good, and I'm 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 very blessed to be the musician I am mm-hmm. in. And like I said, with anything, I want to keep my head down and grow. And like, I love being able to collab with people in all ways, in shapes and forms in life. But you know, like Ray, you're here in the valley, and you mentioned kind of we were chopping it up, like you're valley based. Mm-hmm. You got this 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 pod kind of cooking now. <laughs> yeah. What's what was your inspiration to start off with like Coffee Mondays? Yeah. So uh well RPM, my firm has we handle PR and social media for brands. A lot of our clients are local with a national reach. So my background's in publicity. And when I was living in LA, I did entertainment publicity. So Worked for magazines like People and Cosmopolitan, which led me to my job at Sony Pictures, where I handled all publicity for Sony films. So like Adam Sandler's movies were some of them, Will Smith's, Seth Rogen, really like A-list celebrity films, which was super fun and cool. Like never thought I would leave LA. 
came back to Fresno for family. Fresno has a way of sucking you back in. So with my work and building my business over the years, we've been in business now for almost eight years. Uh, I, we represent a lot of clients who need some sort of a form to tell their story. Yeah. And they're more like lifestyle. These are like feel good lifestyle sort of brands. Um, services, brands, um, products that you can incorporate into your lifestyle. Some of them have a more business flair to them. But like Tesoro Viejo, this beautiful ranch house that we're at, they're one of our clients. And, um, you know, I mean, this feels like I'm at a resort right now. And our job is to, yeah. you know, help tell like this. I feel like we have bottle service coming right now. I, I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> Yes, please. Uh, you so, can't sit with us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've been blessed to, and, and with my team, I have a team, it's not just me, represent a lot of cool brands in the Valley. Right. But I felt like, you know, yes, we have some amazing media sources here that we're able to help kind of get the word out there and tell their story. But for me, I felt like um, I really wanted to just be able to continue to do that. Right. And so I felt like, why not? It's fun. I used to be a journalist. I know how to ask questions and make conversation with people. That's, that's right? part of it. It's fun. Gianna Cardella, my amazing producer, Shout right out. hand content creator, does all the things creative and is amazing. It was like game. She's like, yeah, let's do it. So <clears> we, we were scrappy with it. It's all about But most scrappy. importantly, we're having fun with it. Have to. So you're lucky episode number 10. I'm lucky 10. Yeah, you're lucky 10. Wow. Yeah. And we've, you know, through my contacts and the work that we've done over the years, we've been able to get some awesome guests like yourself to be able to just kind of, you know, tell the story of locals that are doing big things. Right. And that's like kind of also the the thought behind the name too, Coffee Monday. Yeah, talk to me about that. Yeah, we did a series on Coffee Monday, by the way, Coffee. Coffee Monday. Monday. I, I, yeah. Coffee Monday, everybody. <laughs> Subscribe. I love it. Now, uh, we did a, an Instagram series when we first started every Monday morning. We would talk about our weekend, talk about trends, talk about what we have to look forward to the next week. Instagram live series. And, and it kind of took off and had an, you know, had a, built a name for itself. And so when we were thinking about the name for the podcast, we thought, let's take it a step further. Go all in on the Coffee Monday thing. You have right. Taco Tuesday. You have Fajita Friday. You have Sunday Fun Day. Let's make Coffee Monday a thing. And also, I feel like Monday gets a bad rap. Sometimes Fresno gets a bad rap. Oh, I see what you did there. Try to change that. And I mean, I love coffee. What's your go-to coffee drink? Oat milk latte. Such a basic B. Oat milk latte. Latte? Yes. Oat oat milk. Oat milk. Oh, my wife loves oat milk. Right? When she goes to Starbucks, it sounds like some like Japanese order. Oh, literally. I always hear like oat milk in there somewhere. <laughs> my husband, same. Literally. Actually, Michael, my husband sent me this video where a husband recorded his wife ordering at Starbucks. I've seen this. And then he just like play. He doesn't do that, but it's kind of smart. I like that. Um, or Dutch Bros, obviously. I still Shout out latte. to Dutch Bros. Shout out to Dutch Bros. They're awesome. Love that they support local. Um, I do iced or hot. And it's fantastic. With cinnamon. In some capacity. Pumpkin. Do you drink uh, coffee? No. My first time, I've, I tried McDonald's coffee. I've tried my mom's coffee. I've tried Starbucks coffee. Just a sip. Because I wake up during onion harvest, like 1.47 a.m. So you would think, oh, this guy's a huge coffee guy, right? Yeah. I, I, I just never… Two things. Yeah. Not big on the taste. Okay. See, that's the thing. I love the taste. I also 
I didn't want to get to the point where I had to rely on something to get me going. Fair. That's that's that internal juice that you gotta you gotta get it going. Yeah, that's on brand. For you gotta you. get it going. So <laughs> yeah. I never did, but yeah. I will say, when we went to Italy, uh-huh. oh yeah, we went to this place. It was built in like seventeen hundred. There was this. It's like nine a.m. Huge orchestra outside. And they claim to have invented the cappuccino. Oh, well, My wife drinks coffee. She's like, yeah. if you don't get a cappuccino right now, you're pretty much an asshole. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, okay. So we get this cappuccino. Everyone's wearing tuxedos. They're like oh, power walking God. everywhere. Oh, this fat lady's like, oh, <laughs> like yelling. And uh, they bring up. out they bring out this silver platter with all these things on it. Yeah. And a little cappuccino. Delicious. Oh, I'm sure. Delicious. Well, how do you beat that? Are you kidding? The place that invented the cappuccino you're in, in Venice Italy, Square. Like, I'm like okay. sitting there. I'm like, this yeah. is delicious. Yeah. And then, uh, but then the rest of that trip didn't like the coffee. Right. Yeah. Started drinking espresso martinis though. Oh, epic! I'm I, a huge espresso martini guy now. You need to have mine. I perfected the recipe. I, I, I would if we had. We should have done that. I almost. <gasps> I almost. Frank, epic fail. We when you texted done me. This. I almost. We could run this back. We could run we this back. We need to do this. I would. I would. I'm. A, I love espresso martinis. I perfected it. I hosted a martini party. Espresso martini or just martini in general? Well, I, I I hosted a martini party with my girlfriends, and the whole point was That's a to great theme. Teach, it's amazing to teach your friends how to make good martinis. Okay, I did a dirty martini, mm-hmm. easy to perfect. Yeah, and an espresso martini, not so easy to perfect. I'm very particular. I'm very particular. What's your, you. uh, what's your. So I drink an espresso martini like I drink my coffee. I don't like a black coffee personally. Okay. If the color is too dark, I'm immediately turned off. Okay. Also, there's a level of foam that needs to be in place. It needs to be in place. Yes. I agree. So those if two it's, factors. If it's foamless. Yeah, uh-uh. Or it's dark brown. Just no. Yes, I agree. Just no. There needs to be a color gap too between the foam and the liquid. Hundred percent agree. Yes. Not too light, not too dark. Mm-mm. Good amount of foam. Mm-hmm. Three coffee beans on top. What do they stand for? Health, happiness, and prosperity. I think someone needs to fact check that. No, it's true. Google it. Is it prosperity or joy? No, it's prosperity. We got a fact check or success. You got a fact check, guy? Is it success? You you don't know? No, it's prosperity. It is it? Yeah, yeah. I, I looked. I did my research for my party. I'm trying to tell my friends how to make yeah. this, and now I don't. You're right, though. Without the three beans, it's dead. Do you do vodka or tequila? I've done both. I've also done whiskey. Ooh, ooh. It'll knock you on your ass. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. I've done tequila. I don't drink vodka. See, and I don't really drink tequila. I don't drink vodka. I like Marks, but I don't like the taste of but tequila. But I drink vodka in my espresso martinis. Right? So, yes. what's your local, best local espresso martini? There's two. Yo Ranch and Anesso. Okay, I was going to say, I was going to say Anesso. I mean, Anesso and Anesso have the same recipe. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, They have the same recipe. Okay. But you like Anesso better. I had like a 10-week streak where we would go (laughs) and eat dinner at like 3 p.m. Dinner at 3. And I'd rip two espresso martinis. Yeah. And I would just stay up. Yeah. And my wife's like, what are you doing? You have to get up early. Why are you eating these? I'm drinking these. Because oh I drink one because I'm like, this is delicious. And then I'm like, am I not going to have a drink with my meal? Yeah. <laughs> so I had a drink. Yeah, too. the pre-drink. And then I got my, I, like four weeks in, I got my dad in on it. Yeah. She's like, give me one of those. <laughs> I mean, right? They're, They're good. so good. My I, husband I, I, doesn't drink coffee and he loves them too. I appreciate a good espresso Have martini. you had your ranches? 
Mm, I don't know. I actually just had it Friday night. I hadn't had it yet. It was bomb. I might go. It was really good. Thursday to go. And on. by the way, Friday nights at Yo Ranch is popping. I don't go out. We don't. We have three young kids. Yeah. It's like I, a real see, treat. it's too popping. Like Pismos at four o'clock on like, a Thursday. Yeah. You can't get in. No, you can't. And also, so picture this: I'm at Yo Ranch on a date with my husband and a, another couple friend that we were on. It's not like it's a bar where you're like belling up to the bar and trying to get in to get a drink. Right. There's like older gentlemen sitting at the bar, and you're just like awkwardly like. Yeah, but that's that's the I think that's what makes Fresno so great. Like yeah. Fresno's food, first of all, beyond slept on. I agree. Yeah. Beyond I slept agree. on. There's yeah. countless delicious restaurants here. I agree. We, and unique locally owned concepts. Only locally owned. I don't yeah. go to no hating on Ruth Chris. Ruth Chris is good. Yeah. If I'm taking if I have a buddy from out of town coming You're taking and I gotta give a steak, yeah. I'm going to Limelight. Yeah. yeah. Or if they're booked, Limelight has a good espresso martini too. Limelight does Sometimes have a good espresso martini. Depends who's bartending. Corey's bartending, everything's good. I agree with that. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm there's a lot of locally owned places that I mm-hmm. appreciate and that they do great work, great job. And Fresno's vibe is like we're a foodie town. I we're agree. a foodie town. We like to drink. Mm-hmm. And we don't like to drink. I don't go and ask for some crazy cocktail. Sometimes it's just a tequila soda. Right. Sometimes it's just Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> tequila on ice. Yeah. It doesn't… Yeah. We don't… I mean, there's some craft cocktail places in the valley that I've been to. And it's like, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, in Tower, no free shout outs. But like Goldstein's down there. Yeah. They used to… I, I love the concept. It's like, beer's on a wall. Go get a beer. You know what you're getting when you right. go there. Right. And also… But it's not like we're in the middle of San Francisco where you got, you know… All this riffraff in the bar. You don't know what you're getting into. It, it's Fresno. You're you're pretty… Totally. There might be some riffraff here and there. But yeah. for the most part, like, you're not waiting in a line for a club or a bar in Fresno longer than, what, 10 minutes? Thanksgiving Eve at the Brig? Yeah. Oh, God. Is that still a thing? I stopped going two yeah. years ago. Ooh. Yeah. Do you, did you used to go to the Brig? Oh, yes. Well, first it was Elbow. We go to… Actually, we… <laughs> We go to Elbow now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it classy. Let's take yeah. it a step now. We're adults. No, we did… Yeah. We did Elbow and then break late night with the karaoke and the whole thing. Yeah. It was the whole thing. I haven't done that forever. That's a Fresno tradition. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think we can both agree we're like Fresno proud. Like yes. we are here for it all. So what do you have in the future for… Like do you think that… Coffee Monday is going to be just a pod. Is it going to develop into almost a brand? Are you going to get some merch going? Yes, that's a goal. It's a goal. It's on the goal list? It's on the goal list. Okay. It's on the goal list. But I think it's also a a small piece of a bigger plan that I can't totally share yet. I get it. But… Gangsters move in silence. I get it. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I mean, here's… We talked about this before. I'm having fun with it. You have to. You know? It's like I'm having fun meeting and getting to know people like you. Right. I feel like I love showing people outside of Fresno that are able to listen all the cool stuff that we're doing here. Yep. Like, I'm not leaving. I am here to stay. I'm raising my family here. I was raised here. It's amazing. And I want to tell everybody about it. It's Organized Chaos, the pod game. And I like how you said you're having fun with it, Mm -hmm. which, which we've talked about. Like, as soon as you stop having fun with it, why are you doing it? Right. Why are you doing it? Yeah. I I don't think anybody in the pod game is not having a good time. Uh, Even our guy like John Middlecoff that we talked about. Yeah. When I interviewed him, he's like, dude, I'm a full-time podcaster. Like I get to watch sports and talk about it and get paid for it. Like 
I mean, how it's, legit is that? It's legit. Yeah. It's damn legit. Right. And and you got to have fun with it. You got to separate yourself. And with having fun with it though, mm-hmm. and I, I've used this advice to other guys wanting to get in the pod game, like obviously be passionate, passionate, have fun with it, mm-hmm. but be strategic. You know, like right. if you're just on here having Joe Schmo, who knows who the hell you are on your pod and you have no direction you're trying to hit, you're probably not going to gain anything. Mm-hmm. And if your long-term goal is, I just like microphones and I like, <laughs> so, like there's people who don't even turn microphones on. Hey, we had a good conversation. Right. Simple as that. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. But for people who, you know, are chasing the Joe Rogans of the world, mm-hmm. You got to be a little strategic and separate yourself from the pack. And I think there's a huge market here in the Valley for unique individuals, Mm -hmm. people chasing greatness in their own field. And I don't know, you know, athlete-wise, I've had a lot of success of just interviewing the guys who either played at Fresno State or are from the Valley that went on to do other things elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And all of them, they all carry the Valley on, on, like on their on their outside right. sleeve. <laughs> In a high regard. I know what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, they, they don't too. they don't say like they don't not Knock claim it. it. Yeah, they claim it. For sure. So yeah. I think you're doing awesome stuff. And I'm excited to see what the merch is too. But yeah. What uh you gotta have like you gotta start your own like coffee company now, I feel like. <laughs> well Gianna's boyfriend already did that and it is 10 out of 10. Knockbox. Wow. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Love to check it out. Yeah. Coffee cart. We need to figure out where he's going next, but it's okay. legit. Is it like a uh, an actual cart or? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's just simple just coffee cart. all around town. Yeah. Dude, bring him to the golf tournament. People yeah. are going to need coffee Great before the tournament. Idea. Great idea. Look at this. You're making business deals. Yeah, You're like Shark I Tank. Know, I know. Oh, by the way, favorite show. I, 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 I interviewed Damon John. What? How did I miss that? When? Uh, so the American Pistachio Conference last year, APG. If you want to perform like the pros, eat your pistachios, eat those nuts, kids. Great source <laughs> of protein, antioxidants to help you sleep, help you recover. If you're a high level athlete or just trying to get out of the gym, pistachios are the protein are you the need. Protein you need. I love a pistachio latte. Boom. Mm-hmm. APG. Mm-hmm. You should get paid for that. Um, <laughs> anyways, the, he was like the keynote speaker at their conferences cool. last year, and I went. Golf, shook some hands, kissed some babies, interviewed people. Yeah. And uh, they were like, hey, like. He's awesome. Talk to him. Yeah. He's. Is it? Well, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we both are very entrepreneurial. I feel like yeah. we're all about just doing it. Don't overthink it. Just do it. Do you, so I, I actually, one of my 2024, this isn't a resolution. Okay. But I'm big. I've learned in my now adult life. Mm-hmm. You got a good idea, write it down because you're going to forget about it. Well, that's how I process information. I mean, me, me too. Like, you got to write it down. You have to write it down. Yeah. Writing, Peyton Manning said this writing crystallizes your thinking. Whether that's you true. know it a hundred times, keep writing it down. It'll I make agree. it even better. I agree. So, for Bring yeah. the Juice, my Bring the Juice life, I, um, I kept writing things down, yeah. but I'd be like driving and I'm like, shit, I got to write this down. Yeah. I like have like envelopes I'd write on. Uh, mm-hmm. Kleenex boxes, random receipts. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's a good idea right there. <laughs> and then I'm going back. I'm like, where the hell is that freaking 
two month old expired right. receipt but that I needed to return. Wrote it down, I knew I wrote it down. You know? No organization. So yeah. then I started shoving it in my like center council. Doesn't Here, work. Yeah. Frank's maturing now though. <laughs> and I said, okay, green legal pads. Yeah. Because at our ranch. That's at, very on brand for you. We're big yellow legal pad people, original. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I would do that and I'd write it down and be like, where'd that go? It's all in there with all my onion mm-hmm, mm-hmm, math and mm-hmm. things. Onion math. So if you see my green legal pads, uh, it has a lot of exclusive bring the juice information. Ooh, right, ooh. Let's see. Now Future. you can't oh, lose that. Yeah. I know. I actually have, I bought four of them and I put one on uh, each thing that I ever write on. It's pretty much my truck, my bedside, mm-hmm, smart. my office desk, and what's the other one? Oh, my mom's car. Because <laughs> we drive together <laughs> to the bank and back uh, from cute. work sometimes. So This thing is like a digital I, sh- I need to show you. Remarkable. It's legit. Because sh- I'm a pen to paper girl. I but to. I had like 20 of those everywhere. Yeah. All of them full. Pages ripped out. For me, I needed it all in one place. I get it. So I, I mean, get it. Whatever works, right? But I feel you want like writing down processes. Oh, to each their own. Absolutely. This was fun. This was fun. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah. I'm excited to see where you're going to go this next year. I'm excited to see where you're going to go. I want to, I want to, we should get coffee on a Monday, (laughs) one of these days and listen to coffee Monday podcast. Maybe on the way back from it, you can listen to bring the juice. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. I think we got to get you out to the golf tournament too. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And we're going to be having espresso martinis Yes. Yes. I'm in. We'll we'll, we'll do some collabs, brainstorming, how to take the valley by the storm. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Check it out. All right. (laughs) 